Hello and welcome to the Twisted Stitches podcast, a podcast about knitting, spinning, and other crafty pursuits. I'm Twee hey. and Kimberly, and today we're recording on June 24th, 2018. Happy Sunday. Yeah, happy Sunday. Oh my gosh. The whole week has gone like, I don't know. I don't know. Crazy. So fast. Really? Yeah, it was a really crazy week, so. Mm-hmm. I feel like everything's gone fast. Well, life goes fast. It's true. It's true. Uh, uh, what'd you do today, so far? What do you mean what I do? I just came here. Oh, yeah? It's like 11, I mean, it's, like, it's almost like 12 probably it's almost now. noon, yeah. I got here at 11. Um, yeah. I keep forgetting that, you know... People have like more leisurely time. Yeah. When you don't have a baby. Yeah. I mean, I definitely wasn't asleep until now, but um, yeah, it's not like I went and did a bunch. And did a bunch of stuff. stuff. Yeah. yeah. I'm super jealous of you. We were up early and we went to soccer yeah. and we went to D D and I'm not gonna say the word D O N U T S D O N U T S. Oh, oh, okay. Um, because we brought, like, little little ones to soccer. Okay. And then we had soccer, and then we went to the playground, and that was before you came over. Okay. Yeah, so I feel like the whole day's gone already. <laughs> it's new. Well, it's been a lot. you're on her schedule, too, so which probably means you go to sleep way earlier than people without children, too. Yeah. Anyway. Yes, and um, if you guys can't tell, the blueberry is here. Uh, you probably heard her a little bit in the intro. And you might hear it throughout the podcast. We're going to try to uh, record efficiently, but it's hard with her hair. Yeah, we'll so see how it goes. We'll see what happens. I have a lot to talk about, and I can't stay super long today because hopefully I will be going to see The Incredibles later. Ooh, a movie! Yeah. Um, so we're going to try to we're gonna try to get through this. Yeah. Yeah. Power through. Yeah. Okay. So, um, Kimberly, let's move, let's move straight into Whip It. What have you been working on? Um, I'm working on La Belle et La Bette, Cowl by Anne Valley with the Tale as Old as Time yarn by well, Mustache I Yarns. Think, Can I do that backwards? I think, yeah, Tale as Old as Time is the name of the pattern. There we go. <laughs> yeah. And you're using the Mustache Yarn mustache in, kits. in yeah. the Belle La Bette colorway. Thank you. Yeah. Backwards today. Yes. Um, I, I just did a little bit of that, but luckily I did the part where I that um like closed the bottom you yeah, know, yeah, we're talking yeah. About there were live stitches at the bottom and you're right. reading it as a tube yeah you kind so, of i mean we don't want to give the secrets sauce away but you kind of do something on one end um so that when you are finished with the cowl oh. you don't have to you don't have to kitchener um everything in the round exactly yeah so, so you um, did that part i did that part so now i can fully just concentrate on knitting just that tube. tube up yeah, yeah. I didn't leave enough yarn, though, for the the seam. So I feel like when I look at it, um, I don't know how that's going to work when I finally join everything. Like, maybe I was supposed to, because it called to... No, it, it just wants you to have extra so you can, I don't know, knit, like, a, like just so you have yarn to seam with or something no. like that. Oh, okay. It's um, like nothing yeah, Okay. So, um, I'm hoping that that kind of just... Did you read to the end? I did, yeah, yeah. It doesn't really... It it doesn't matter, yeah. Um, so, we'll see. I I am looking at it, though, and I'm going, oh, I should have... I thought I had plenty of yarn, you know, like, they say... It tells you, like, I think... I forget what it says, like, you know, 10 feet or whatever. It it gives you sort of a, a, you know, a length. Yeah. Um... But, you know, depending on your gauge, maybe you ended up using more than you thought. Well, honestly, I started over the whole project, that part of the project, so many times. I feel like I probably did have... That's okay. I, I feel like I did have enough, but mm. maybe I just, you know, because I had to start over yeah. and over again. So, anyway, um, I'm pretty excited about that because I'm, I'm, that was, like, the hurdle that kind of I wanted to... What's the I feel like you're making it more difficult in your head. Yeah, probably. Um, so that was like... I mean, you did it, and it was like super easy, right? Yeah, it wasn't that bad. Yeah. So I finished that, and now I get to knit that. And then the only other second thing I'm working on is the... Um, I think I talked about it last time. It's the yeah. Honey Cowl by Antonia... Um, I think it's... Um, did you talk about it? Oh, maybe I didn't. Um, Skankland? Skankland? I think it's S-C-H... I'm sorry, S-H-A-N-K-L-A-N-D. It is Shankland. 
Okay. Skankland. Oh, okay. I definitely said Skankland. I can't okay. read my writing. I thought you said, yeah, Skankland, which would, I don't know, sounds like a really interesting book, maybe? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like an interesting romance book. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's Shank. Note to sell. Shankland. Yeah. And I'm knitting it with, so the whole reason, this was actually a really good, um, this is why I go visit my local yarn store. So I bought Bay Street, um, Bay Street Yarns. Bay Street Yarns in the color Jealousy in a DK mm-hmm. weight. It's absolutely gorgeous. I have it. Yes. I have, I have it. seen, I did see you knit on it, but I don't think you've talked about it's it. It's really nice. It's very bouncy and lovely, and the colors are really vibrant. Jealousy it's is super, like a very It's bright. super highly variegated, though. It's yeah. It's got black and just like really bright colors. Purple and blue and yellow and pink. pink. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And so I really, I really liked it because, but you know, like when it's highly variegated, Oh, yeah, you don't, like sometimes that. you're like, I don't know, like, when you knit it up, sometimes it just looks like... It looks like, like a mess. Like, yeah, so a bad, was, bad mess. I was at the knitting store, and I was like, oh, I really want this, but I don't know what I want to wear, I don't know what I want to knit. And um, one of the ladies behind the counter, who's really, really sweet, it was Mary, she was like, oh, oh we love you Mary. Should, we love Mary, and she was like, oh, you should uh, knit this. And she showed it to me on the tablet, and I'm looking at them going, oh, I wonder, I wonder if this will look good. And she's yeah. like, oh, you know, do like a little, a little test and uh, see if you like it. Yeah. And I have no patience, so I was like, ah, I'll just do it and then see if I like yeah. it and then pull it out. Yeah. But no, it's actually really nice. Yeah. I just want to see how much progress you've made on it. The last time yeah. I saw it, it was literally only about... It was like nothing. Like right? a half an inch, and you weren't sure you you liked it, and you were considering maybe doing something else, and um, I think we looked on some projects on Ravelry that also had really highly variegated yarns. Yeah, it actually looks pretty good, so I just was like, you know, I told you I think I thought yeah. you should keep going. It's coming out really, really nice. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, so cute. Oh, we'll put, we'll, sorry. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> I dropped some of your stitches. I'll put them back right. We'll put we'll post a picture. But yeah, yeah, I think it's coming out really, really well. I like it that because we're, um, you know, doing a lot of uh, slip ones, mm-hmm. so the yarn is really coming through. the The colors are really coming oh, through, I and see. it doesn't look. Yeah, it does. Like, it like, breaks yeah. it up. It doesn't look like weird pooling or flashing or just like, weird clown vomit, so. Yeah, and that's why I think I talked about how I wanted to use a DK yarn, I wanted to use a thicker yarn, because my arm, my hand, my wrist was bothering quite a bit. Is pattern written for a DK yarn? Um, I feel like it is. Or is it, like, fingering? Wait, whoa, 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 oh. be careful, is that hey. a safe choice? Is that a safe choice? Blueberry um, is, is not Yes, me. that's fine. She's reaching something for something across Real the desk. Real far. Yeah. Um... <clears throat> I think so, yeah. It says size 8 needles. Okay, so... Yeah. My feet is stuck. Your foot is stuck? Yeah. This is by stuck someone named Anne Maria. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, stuck. I mean, she could have a different, uh, you know, designer stuck. name. You know what I mean? My feet is I'm going to look it up, though, because I'm curious. <laughs> yeah, look it up. Sorry, I had... I it's had, okay. No, I've heard of this pattern before. I had written the notes in from my Ravelry really quickly before mm-hmm. you got here when I had the blueberry with me. Right. And so I was just kind of like, again, why I can't pronounce the last name, because I was kind of just, like, scribbling it down. Um, okay, yeah. It, so is, it does say Antonia no, Shankland on here, but for some reason on your pattern it says Anne Maria. Mm-hmm. That's very weird. When you printed it out, it's Hey, hey, hey. Be careful. Stay true. Anyway, I mean, if you guys look up Honey Cow, you'll, you'll find it. Sorry, that was not really that important. It just threw me. I really like it. I think it's coming along really well, and I it's think not it a hard really pattern. pretty. Thanks. And actually, it was, there is a little black in it, isn't there? Or maybe not. There's like, yeah, there's like a little, it's like a dark green, yeah. almost black. It's really it, pretty, though. It is not normally a colorway. I would, um... It has gone. a lot of green. It has a lot like, of teal blues in it. Yeah, it's mostly, like, the green. It's, like, a grassy green, like a yellowy green. Yeah. Um, which I, I think is really pretty, but I'm not sure if, um... I don't think I would normally... It'll be a good cowl if you yeah. wear other neutrally stuff, you know? Yeah, I think it's actually gonna... It's really pretty. And I have two full skeins, so I'm gonna knit do you need- both... I don't think you do. Okay. But um, I do want to knit with both because I don't. Well, I was thinking about maybe saving a little bit for some sort of like small color work hat. Yeah, you can do. Yeah. Um. So we'll see how much it. You're it just gonna goes, go. But until... I do want it to be like really big, like wide. You really want it to be wide? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, so we'll see what happens. I'm pretty excited can about you, that. Uh, wrap it at this length, whatever length it is. Um, it? I'm not or sure. Is it like a single loop cowl. Type I'm not thing? sure. I think it's a single loop. Okay. But I'd have to, at least from... Single loops are kind of harder for me. 
Really? I'm just saying, like, I don't know what to do with them. Yeah. Like, they just hang. Unless they're really short. Yeah. And in which case, it kind of feels like a turtleneck, and then I think that feels kind of weird to me. Yeah. I like it better if you could loop it, usually. Yeah, but so it's, like, bulky, but not super Yeah, long. it doesn't have to be, like... Um, like when it loops, it doesn't have to be tight against my neck. You know what I mean? It could still be kind of like loose, yeah. you know, where I think some people could loop me, loop it like three times or something. Yeah. But I, I feel like for me, it looks more, I guess, put together if I can loop it. It looks more intentional. Yeah. Versus just having like a random like loop. I don't know. That's yeah. just me. Other people, you know, when you look on Ravelry, other people are wearing, um, the single loop ones and they look really cute. I just don't know if I can pull it off. Right. I don't know, maybe right. tuck into a coat would be really cute. With yeah, that. I think yeah. maybe you just need the right outfit for a single loop because yeah. it's sort of more fashion, not function. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe. Guess, maybe. That's true. I guess it's probably better for LA too, which is do you really need a double loop of wool around your neck in LA? Probably yeah, not. Yeah, but I love that. I mean, I know, but that's yeah. the thing. That's why I still want it to be that way. Yeah. But. I just don't know if it's as practical. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, it looks great. Thank you. I like it. So those are the only two things I'm knitting. I, I did tell you, I think I'm going to start the Find Your Fade shawl. Yeah, um, the original one? Yeah, the original one. But did I you haven't, get colors in? Yeah, I do. I have all the colors lined up, so did but you I haven't them started that. before? I can't remember. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did you? A long time ago, because I bought it Did you when, go to the, yeah, did you go to the yarn store? Yeah. Okay, maybe I'm just forgetting, because it was a while ago. Um, but yeah, so that's it. What about you? Uh, let's see. I've been knitting on... Sorry, I feel much more focused now that the baby's not Yeah, there. sorry, you guys can tell. Like, we had to, uh, we've locked her out of the room, and Iron Muffin is feeding her some lunch because she started sort of screaming. These She does these short little screams. That pierce our brain. Yeah, that re- like, the frequency, I mean, I don't know, I just feel like something's drilling into my brain. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. And she knows she's not supposed to do it, and we, like, look at her, we're like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, baby. Yeah. That's not, we're recording, we can't do that. And then she'll, like, look at you. You know how babies do. They know you told them not to do it. Yeah. And they'll just, like, look you in the eye and then do it right in front of your face. Yeah. And then she did it, like, ten more times in, right in front of us and next to us. So. Yes. Uh, we kind of have, she dragged her kicking and screaming from the room. Yeah. And she's pretty pissed at us right now. Yeah, but hopefully she'll have lunch and she'll fall back. Yeah, if you, she stopped, I don't know if you guys can hear it earlier, but she was kind of by the door crying. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think she's eating lunch now, so... She's fine. she's forgotten. I mean, she's fine. She's fine. We just didn't want to subject you, or really us, yeah. to I can't that. It was, that. it was loud. Yeah. Anyway. anyway uh, so, yeah. So, okay. I've been knitting on a bunch of different things. Let me... The, one of the big things I've been working on is my weekender sweater. I've actually gotten to the point where I've done the front and the back and I've attached the shoulders, and I need to pick up stitches for the sleeves and I kind of hate picking up stitches yeah so that happened two or three days ago and I've just been like I put it off so I picked up some other stuff so um yeah so basically I just need to pick up and knit some sleeves nice. where's the top it's oh, so funny the top? actually I was thinking of you because I was listening to another podcast and they were complaining about this the the, the front yeah, it's a very flat, uh, not flat, what do you call it? Oh, no, it was this. It was the rib, um... Oh, the tubular cast-on? The rib, um, cast-on? Yeah, the tubular yeah. cast-on. Yeah, and they were like, oh, I wouldn't... Like, it was so funny, because I was it's like, oh, we just talked about that. And I don't yeah. personally... I know people, like, really like the look of it. Um, and it does look different than a long-tail cast-on, which is what I normally do, but I don't think it looks way better. Yeah. Personally. And it was a pain. And... I feel like whenever it asks me for that from now on, I'll probably just do my regular cast on. Right, right, This right. didn't seem like, I mean, it looks, You don't think it's worth it. It looks fine, yeah. But I, to me, it doesn't make a huge difference where I'm like, oh, it looks so much better. Yeah, yeah. And I just find it to be a pain. Anyway, yeah. Sorry. So, I, yeah. We dragged us. So, basically, it's a, so far, it's like a sleeveless show, um, and it has no sleeves. I have tried it on. It seems like it fits. It looks a, it feels a little short, but I think that's just because, like, the ribbing is still kind of, um... It's like curling. Yeah, curling right now. I just need to block it and it yeah. will grow a little. Um, yeah. Super pretty. I mean, it looks alright. I yeah. don't know if I can pull off the style, but we'll see. My friend Annie made one and she looks really cute in it. I think it's cute. And our friend Althea finished hers. She just made hers uh, without the sleeves. Oh, right. Yeah, she yeah, just, I just stopped don't, here. But I, think, I don't yeah. think you're going to know until you actually block it. Yeah, that's true. And I'm too lazy to like block just this part. And yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I mean, you know. I like when people do that, but that's, like, too much for me. That's too, yeah. 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 I can't even, it's like, too much. I'm just gonna make the sleeves, and, I mean, I should be able to pick them. I just don't like picking up sleeves. I'm I do it. I've never done a sweater, like, I, Yeah, I, but just picking I, up stitches, I'm yeah. sure you've done. Which is just, yeah, but I don't mind picking up stitches. 
It just my mother in law has said that though. It just like she, to, to she get the right ratio. Yeah. 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 Like, like to get the right ratio, you know, you kind of like kind of divide it. And I know there's math you can do to figure out how many rows and stitches. I mean, it looks it looks like it's going to be great. But it's really we'll nice. See. So far. So far it looks good. I did yeah. alternate skeins. I don't know if I needed to really, but I just did it cuz it is kind of a like tonal yarn. Yeah. But I can't it doesn't look uneven anywhere, right? No, I can't tell. Okay, good. It's oh, beautiful. my yeah. So yeah, I've done a lot on that. I just need to now actually do the sleeves, which mm-hmm. I'm not. I'll probably do it soon. <laughs> probably do it soon. Um, and I've worked a little bit on an old pair of socks that I had to dig out. It's in, you can tell how old it is. It's sitting in a Christmas bag uh, that I made. Um, and I'm just these are I call my jelly bean socks because the colorway is called jelly beans. And delicious. Yeah. It's just in some red heart, heart and soul. Which, um, you can buy at, like, box stores usually. I forget I picked it up somewhere because it was, like, on clearance. And it is, what is this made out of? I think it's, like, a normal sort of wool nylon blend. But I don't love it because it's a weird percentage. It's 73% wool and 27% nylon. Wow. And usually it's, like, 75-25. But it's kind of annoying. It feels like... When you knit with it, it feels almost like you're knitting with alpaca. Mm-hmm. It's, like, really slippery, and it's kind of, like, not as elastic as wool usually is. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of hard when I'm trying to knit this really tight gauge. I don't know why it's like that. Um, I don't know if it's just me that feels like that. I mean, but maybe that extra 3% or 2% of nylon will make them really hard wearing. I don't know. Um, there's nothing really exciting about these socks. I mean, it's called jelly beans, as you can imagine. So it's just a bunch. It's like a carnival of colors. It's like yellow and purple and teal and pink and a little bit of orange. Yeah. And this is the second sock. So I finished the first sock, which was when I picked these up again. The first sock was almost done. And so I finished that and I started the second sock. So. Oh yeah, they look nice. Yeah, they're fine. I think they're, this yarn's a little thinner than some of my other sock yarns. So it's kind of like a you know, form-fitting sock, which, yeah. I mean, I normally do anyway, so, yeah, it's fine. But it's interesting because it's one of those uh, yarns that pools, yeah. you know, because of the way it is, but the second sock is They're definitely pooling not pooling in the same way, yeah. so it's just kind of funny. I mean, this happens a lot with, you know, especially if you wait long periods of time like I do between socks. Yeah. And my gauge might be different, or it just might be the yarn or whatever. It's just kind of funny, because this one, the first one definitely pooled in a pattern, mm-hmm. but the second one seems not to be. It's kind of no. just more variegated yeah. looking, so I don't know. It's fine. I don't really care. But that's kind of, kind of my car knitting in the last few days. Yeah, that's awesome. Few days. And then because I was avoiding uh, sleeves on my weekender, um, I picked up my Find Your Fade again. Oh, cool. Yeah, so not much progress. I mean, you guys have heard me talk about this. It's been a while. Um, but I'm still on one of the lace sections. What section am I on? I could probably tell you guys. I'm on section eight. Wow. And there, well, I mean, there's 13 sections. And, like, they're starting to get long now because it's, like, the middle of the shawl, you know? Yeah. And I'm, yeah, I'm in a lace section, which, if you've heard me, you've heard me complain about the lace section of this shawl before. I'm not a huge fan. There's, like, double yarn overs, and it's, like, mesh lace, and sometimes I get off. Um, but it hasn't been too bad, so I can see I'm a little off there, but I think I kind of understand where my, like, yarn overs and knit two together is supposed to go, so I can kind of figure out when I'm off now. Yeah. Do you feel like, do you feel like you're still happy with your color choices? I mean, it's, they're fine so far. I mean, it's definitely more, oh no, why is there a hole here? Uh-oh. Oh no. Uh-oh. Peeps. Just noticed a hole. Do you have, like, a stitch marker? Um, yeah. Let me get one. Yeah, because I'm gonna. Sorry, I'm just gonna mark where this hole is to figure out how to fix it. Um, no, people! I don't like fixing. I don't know how to fix holes, really. Do I? No, I don't know. I need a. <laughs> like a locking stitch marker. Oh, I don't have a locking one. Oh, okay. Do you want a piece of tape? Um, I don't know. Tape help? Or you could, like, tape it, like, together so it doesn't. Unravel. Yeah, I guess. Maybe piece of tape. Sorry, guys. Totally, like, off topic. I don't know what happened here. This part of yarn isn't old. 
I wonder if it was a loose fit. Hopefully there's no other holds and nothing's like eating my stuff, but let's just tape it. Okay. We're gonna tape the two strands together like this so that way yeah, they don't. It looks like one got like go. all skinny. What happened to it? Guys, how do you stitch to, like how do you close holes? Do you guys just weave in more yarn and like call it a day? I think that's what I did, but it's yeah, I I would like I would like an answer to that too. Yeah. But it's, like, it's in the lace section, which is obnoxious. Yeah, of course. Because now I'll have to be like, oh, like, how do I do this? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, great. Um, anyway. Um, yeah, so I'm working on the mesh lace. Oh, I was talking about the colors. I mean, the colors are fine. It's definitely more... It's not as fady as, mo like, a lot of people's are. Mm -hmm. I, you know, when I chose them, I, I think the concept of the fade was still kind of new... And so, like, it's like I have one color, and then I choose the next color, and so the next color does have elements of the first color in it, mm -hmm. but it's much more, like, contrasty. Yeah. I think a lot of people will choose colors that are very similar, yeah. so when you fade them, it does actually look like it's faded. they're going into, like, the other color. Yeah, mine are more, like, you can see when I start to alternate them yeah. to the fade part, some, some parts look more stripey, you know? Yeah. I was just so, wondering, because yeah. with big projects... I find that, like, sometimes halfway in the middle, I'm sort of disappointed with, because time has passed. I'm like, oh. Yeah, but you can change it. My friend, yeah. uh, my other friend made one of these, and she changed colors a couple times in the middle. She did. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if she started on the other color, but, like, she had picked these colors, and then at certain points, she was like, oh, I decided I didn't like it, and we, like, helped her pick out new colors or whatever. You know what I mean? And so in the end, she ended up with something she really liked, but I don't think it was what she originally started with. Yeah. No, that's good. Yeah. Um, and sometimes, you know, even if you've done a little bit and you don't like it, you can always flip it out. Yeah, it's true. I mean, yeah. So yeah, that's what I've been working on. I'm really sad about that hole now, guys. Sorry, sad. Dude. That's a bummer. Sad. I don't know how to fix that. Ugh. That's a bummer, dude. Yeah. Anyway. That's all I've been working on. Nice. Yeah. Do you have any faux show? Faux show! Faux show! Uh, I do. I have a, a few because I feel like it's been a while. I ha never talked about it. I brought it over, but I don't think I talked about it in that episode. But I finished my tale of the old time, Kyle. Remember? Oh, no. I think you did talk. Well, maybe you didn't talk mm -hmm. about it with the fit as it was done, done. Yeah. I yeah. think I brought it. And I took pictures, and I was like, I I think I, cause I remember making the show notes for that episode. And I was like, oh, I never talked about this. Right. Um, I mean, not much to say. It's the same one that Kimberly's making. It's a big loop. And I used two skeins of Nick Picks Felici in the colorway Abracadabra and Pagewood Farms Chugiak hand-dyed soft yarn in a colorway called Greens. So basically it's a self-striping for half of it with like purples and greens and the other half is just sort of a solid sort of like, I don't know, pea-ish green, mm -hmm. like pea soup, <laughs> kind of more of like a yellow green. Um, and yeah, that was fine. Um, yeah, I'm pretty happy with it. It was a good way to use up some yarn, and it's once you get past the crazy cast on, it's really mindless. Yeah. Um, I've been thinking about maybe starting another one just so I have something mindless to work on, but just I'm not I'm not gonna cast on the way they suggest. Right, right, right. Because I just think it's too complicated. Um, yeah. If you guys want to see that, it's in my Ravelry projects page. Um, it's been a while now. I finished it like at least a couple months ago, maybe more. Um, but I just never talked about it. Um, oh, I also finished. Are they in here? I hope they're in here. I put them in here. We're supposed to record, like, a while ago. And, oh, I finished my Kiwi socks. Oh, nice. Yeah, they're on oh, little they sock great. lockers right now. Did I take pictures of them yet? I have to take pictures of them. They look really nice. Yeah, um, they're fun. They're cute. They are opal sock yarn in the Sweet and Spicy 3 series. Color we call Kiwi. Looks like kind of like kiwi and yeah nothing too crazy um it's just a vanilla sock if you guys want to go to my project page you can see kind of my specs but it's just a vanilla sock with the heel flap and I did not try to match them or anything so they stripe sort of differently which is fine I yeah like but they that. look fantastic I mean they do look like they're yeah go together yeah. so yeah it's fun uh, I finished those so good and then I finished a hat. Oh, yay! Uh, by Tin Can Knits. It's called Northward. And I use Malabrigo Chunky in the colorway called Azul Bolito, which is kind of like this radioactive, like, cobalt blue. Nice. And I haven't blocked it yet. I'm not sure if I'm going to block it. I might block it just oh. a little bit. I mean, it's not for me. I'm probably just give it away. But um, 
it already feels like it fits, you know what I mean? And so yeah. I don't know if I want to block it and make it a ton bigger, because I know this this will grow. Yeah. I might steam block it or something just to open up the cables, you know? Yeah. A little bit. And I had to kind of, I actually fudged the decreases a little. I started them sooner than the pattern calls for, because it was starting to feel kind of long. Yeah. And... Uh, the decreases hadn't started yet, and I just thought if I do if I do when they say it's gonna be too long, at least for me, right. like my preference, you know what I mean? Right. So I started it like maybe four or five rows earlier than it said, uh, which meant that I had to kind of like combine the decreases with, with what I was doing, which wasn't too hard because um, you only cable cross every like I think like six rows or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this was nice. Um, I'll probably save it for Christmas or a birthday in the fall or something like that. Um, I've had this game of Malabrigo in my stash for a long time. Good. And, yeah, it's chunky. Malabrigo chunky's pretty nice. And then, did I finish anything else? No, that's the last thing I finished. Good for you. Yeah. You're on a roll. I mean, it sounds like more than it is because, at least that first one, I, you know, had already been done. Yeah. And this one I finished, you know, we had Knit Night a couple weeks ago. Um, we went to a Knit Night, and... I knit on the hat. So. Yeah. Yeah. Looks great. Yeah. Did you finish anything? No. Okay. <laughs> that means I'd be productive. Sadly, I'm not productive. You finish stuff sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. yeah. Um, all right, let's time to move on to cute. Have you cued anything lately? No, I haven't. I feel like that's a lie. Okay. But no, I don't think so. I don't know. You're looking at me like I know. I know. I don't think so. I don't know I'm your mind. Cute. I have not cued. I mean, right now. I'm not okay. anything. Did you cue something? I mean, I cue. I've been stocking some shawls. Like last week, I was. It was really warm, and I was getting the urge to cast on a new shawl, even though I have some shawls on the needles. I just had the urge to. I don't know. Cast on something new. So I've been on Ravelry stocking a few things, and I have a few contenders. I haven't really picked out um, exactly what I want to do yet, um, and I might make more than one of these at some point. Um, you know, in the future. But so the first one is Vertices Unite by Stephen West. That's nice. been out for a while. Yeah. Um, I know of several people who have made them and it's really cute. Uh, it uses, I mean, Stephen West designs that you can imagine. It uses a bunch of different colors and they go different directions and stripes and all kinds of stuff. Um, that one looks really fun and that's been on my list for a while. It's one of those things though, where it's, it's multicolor though. So I kind of agonize over, like, what colors to pick. So, I don't know if... Well, I feel like mentally that's the one I want to make first. I don't know if I will just because it might take me a while to pick the colors. You know what I mean? So, that's a nice one. Um, Another really similar one, which I also like, is the Stay Soft Shawl by Vera Valimaki. Um, To me, it's very similar looking to Vertices Unite. Um, I think the shape is slightly different, but it has a very similar feel where it's multiple colors and there's like different sections of it um, and there's stripes. So uh, again, um, might be delayed just due to color choices. I think if I had to choose between those two, I would probably choose the Vertices Unite um, because I've been wanting to make that one for longer. Um, I'll have to double check though with the Stay Soft just to see if it, I don't know, maybe if it uses less colors or something, it might yeah. be easier, but, um, I don't know, that's a good one too. Um, if you like the look of Vertices Unite, maybe, like, don't want to knit that one or don't want to knit another one, like Stay Soft by Vera Valimaki is very similar. And then the other one I want to, um, knit is called the European Road Trip Shawl, and that's by, uh, the Espace Tricot ladies. Yeah. Um, I love their podcast. They have a video podcast. And did you ever watch it? No. Oh, you should watch it. I feel like they're so adorable. And they have this shop in Montreal. And I feel like, though our personalities are really different, I feel like that's how you and I might be if we had a yarn store. Right, you know, right, right. Just the friendship between them. It's, yeah. like, so cute. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just really, it's really cute. You should watch it. I will. Um, but then I end up wanting to make everything they make, and you know, and, um... But I think it was, I think it was Lisa who designed this one. She likes to make, she likes to just knit a lot of really simple things. Um, a lot of, she makes fun of herself. She likes to make a lot of shawls that look like, or like shaped like parallelograms, just like big. Oh, you nice. Know? Yeah. So she designed one that's called the European Road Trip Shawl. That's basically just a big parallelogram. Um, and you just end up, it's really mindless. And you just end up knitting this 
really big piece of fabric that you end up just wrapping around yourself at the end. Oh. Yeah, so I'm thinking that might be fun if I can find, like, a couple of skeins of yarn and, like, a, you know, a fun or neutral, whatever, a fun or neutral colorway. What, weight? Fingering weight. Fingering weight. Yeah, I mean, she could do something, you know, else. I would just, you should just adjust the numbers. Yeah. Um, but it looks like it'd be great for, like, yeah, like, mindless knitting, but then once you're done with it, it'd be, it looks like it'd be really great for, like, like a, you know, airport shawl or, yeah. you know, just throwing it on. Yeah. It's just like a big piece of fabric that's like a parallelogram. It's awesome. And that's free. All their, um, you know, uh, patterns are free. And it used to be that you could only get them on their website, but now they've um, formatted it so you can, like, do the Ravelry download. You oh, know cool, what I mean? yeah. So that's awesome. Uh, I would highly recommend checking out their patterns. Um, they have a bunch out right now, and they're constantly making more. And, Yeah. That one looks really fun. That might be sooner rather than later just because it's the, I think it's the, the easiest. Like, it's one color. <laughs> like, you just, you know what I mean? So, yeah. So, yeah, I'm just uh, shawl stocking. If you guys have any favorite shawls, let me know. I like bigger rather than smaller shawls. Yeah. I mean, they don't have to be huge. Like, the fade, that's going to be huge. Um, but I realized that I'm not good with the shawlette. You know, it's nice because they're, like, one skein, but I can't. Like, what do I do with it? I feel silly. Yeah. Just, like, having a little kerchief type thing. I mean, they're not tiny, but I just, it feels weird to me. Yeah. I don't know. So, any, like, medium to large shawls, um, I'm down. Uh, hit me up. Awesome. Yeah. All right, next up, oh, I wrote this in, um, that we don't, we don't have this segment all the time, but, uh, it's called Stitch Please. Stitch And it's just, like, other, uh, other crafts. Yeah. Um, because I did some sewing. Yay! A couple weeks ago. Uh, a few weeks ago, maybe like a month ago, when I was with my mom at home, we took a trip up to Berkeley, and we went to Black Squirrel, um, I don't what are they called now? It's like, not Black Squirrel, they used to be called like Black Squirrel something, um, but now it's like Black Squirrel something else. Anyway, they're called Black Squirrel, if you look them up, they're in Berkeley, they're a really cute yarn, and they also have fabric shop, wow. um, in Berkeley. And we popped up there for a little bit. Um, and then we also went to Stone Mountain Fabric, which is also in Berkeley, uh, a few miles away. And my mom picked out some fabric for me for some bags. Nice. Um, and so I've only, I bought two like, quantities of fabric, but I've only sewed one of them so far. And so the first one um, is this really cute, it's like this Japanese, like, you know, you've seen it, coca fabric that's like, yeah. kind of like thicker, like canvas. And this one has cat bases on it. It's kind of a mustardy gold, dark gold color. And it just has these cat faces. It's um, really cute. Yeah. I mean, they have like little sayings under them saying, like, cats, so nice, enjoy, uh, our favorite. And, like, one cat has sunglasses on, and on, in the glasses it says cats, 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 cats. <laughs> it's just really, super cute. It's just really fun. My mom thought it was cute. Um, and I thought it was, too, so... Bought like a half yard, and I wanted to make a drawstring bag. I'm in a drawstring bags lately just because I don't want to put in a zipper. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, and so if you're interested, this uh, fabric is called. If you want to look it up, it's called Coca Mustard Cats Fabric, and I'll put a link to it in the show notes. I also bought some flamingo fabric that I haven't nice. sewed with yet. Yeah, and so I I usually use a tutorial. I mean, I've used a couple tutorials for drawstring bags. Um, one of the ones I've used a lot recently is by my friend Annie, um, the Petite Weaver Crafts. If you look her up on YouTube, she has a tutorial for, like, a really large drawstring bag. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I'll just change the measurements and make different size bags, you know what I mean? Um, but this one, I decided to do something different. I kind of wanted it to look a little different than what I've done before, so I just thought I'd look around and see what drawstring bag patterns there were around. And I couldn't find a free one that I liked, um, but I did find one on Etsy that's a paid pattern um, by Indigo Bird Design. And she has a few sort of knitting bag type uh, patterns. One's a drawstring bag and one's like a, you know those knot, Japanese knot bags? Yeah. You kind of slip one handle through the other yeah. and one handle shorter. I like those. Um, yeah. And so I think I bought, I think I bought the, it's like a, value pack. It has the drawstring bag, the knot bag, and like, um, I think a, what are those called? It's origami bags. Like a tutorial for one of those yeah, origami like bags. Yeah, which I've never tried making. It was just, I think one pattern was like $6 and then all of them was like $10 or something like that. Yeah. So I just decided to buy it. And, um, the pattern's pretty good. There's like one part that 
is kind of vague to me. Uh, I'm not sure why this picture is in the, you know, pattern, but, like, there's one part that is... I don't know why it's vague. It just has a picture, and it's just like, just do this. And it was just really weird. She didn't explain anything at all. It seemed odd because she sort of explained everything else. Right. Um, I mean, I managed to figure it out, and it was fine. I don't really think it was a big deal. It just seemed odd that that one spot, like, didn't really have any instruction. And, it was, like, the picture wasn't very big. Yeah. Um, anyway, so, yeah. So, I made this bag. That it's a two-color, uh, like, a two-tone bag. The top is the cat fabric, and the bottom is I used some, like, metallic denim that I got from Joanne's, like, um, in the remnant section. And so, <laughs> my seams are a little off on the bottom. One of them's real, like, straight. One of them's perfect. But one of them's, like, off by, like, yeah. a quarter of an inch. Sometimes those box... really nice. Those box bottoms, man. I cannot get them straight sometimes. It takes me a while. Anyway, and then I used a just plain red that I had in my stash as the lining. And then just a black drawstring. I think it's super cute. It is really cute. Um, I want to make my flamingo one. The flamingo one's really cute. It's like teal background with like hot pink flamingos. Nice. Um, so yeah. That sounds like one of the Blueberry's dresses. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would wear like a shirt like that or a dress. Yeah. yeah. So that was really fun. I've done a little sewing. I did cut out the fabric actually for the flamingo one. I just haven't sewed it yet. So yeah. Have you done any other crafts this week? Mm, no, I went to brioche class. Does that count? Well, I mean, that's not another. It's not another craft, but you can talk about it. Did you like your brioche class? I did. I went to a brioche class at our local yarn store, the Altered Stitch. Mm -hmm. It was three hours last weekend, and um, you can see the back of Kimberly if you go to the uh, Altered Stitch Instagram page uh, because I took a picture during the class, and I was like, "Hey, I know that." I knew. Yeah, I mean, I knew you were taking it when they posted it. It looked for you. I mean, it wasn't that hard. There's only like six people at the table. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it was a good class. Um, I think. It was, you know, there's like six or six of us, and it was just a little hard because we were all, we were all not, we weren't not experienced knitters, but some of us were kind of more familiar with brioche than the yeah. rest of us. So, mm-hmm. um, some of us had like some problems at the beginning, and some of us had problems like at the, you know, towards the middle. And I think two girls actually went on to do increases and decreases. So and not everyone did. And not everyone did. So I think that it was a good class. I feel like I need to continue to do brioche more to feel comfortable with it before right. I do the increase. Here's a little decreases. brioche sample. It looks cute to me. Thank you. Um, but I I also think that like it's still it's still very intimidating to me, but not as intimidating. So I would probably, to be totally honest with you, I'd probably take the first class again, like the intro class again. Really? To, yeah, to have like a better I understanding. I feel like now you can probably just watch. Like videos, a video, just because you've already kind of gotten that first hand experience. Yeah, I could try that too. Yeah, I mean, you could just try it; they're free. Yeah, usually on you know YouTube, and then if you still feel like you need more, you you could go back. But before like signing up and paying again, maybe I would just. Well, I was that. T- and I was telling the teacher James, who's also I think the store owner. Yeah, he was really nice. Yeah, like, he's really nice. We were, I was laughing because I was like, I had some mistakes, and he just like you know, helped me correct them. Mm-hmm. And I told him, like, yeah, just really, not even just doing the brioche, it's just the the idea of there being mistakes, and then I couldn't yeah. correct them. Yeah, I mean, That's a lot really of people, difficult. like, they're, like, you know, people who are really good at brioche will even say, like, try not to make mistakes, because it's a pain to try to get it back. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So, um, but yeah, that was, it was fun. I suggest, I like taking classes. Yeah, I can really like taking classes more than I do. Yeah, because I like having someone to show me and for them to be, while I do it, someone there to be help me because then I don't get as frustrated easily. That's my main thing is that I get frustrated really easily. Yeah. Um, so I think that that was really helpful and I wouldn't have done, I wouldn't have started brioche if I didn't take a class to help me. So, um, yeah, I'm pretty happy with how it turned out. I do wish I had more time to like kind of focus on brioche but I really need to be fully awake and like concentrating on it so I might do some maybe later today when the blueberry is napping yeah there's a very limited amount of time it looks looks good thanks I mean I don't really see any huge mistakes yeah except for maybe this one (laughs) yeah that was a big mistake when I was laughing because he was like oh we can correct that and I was like no that's what makes a handmade yeah I was like and it's all the way at the beginning you're all like well because it's too far it's too far I'm not going all the way yeah it's not not so wait which one is your main color sorry she did pink and like cream hot pink pink and cream yeah and you'll notice I think the main color is actually the pink because I started to see at the bottom there's like a rib oh that's the pink okay so that's the main color because sometimes I think in my head still it's hard for me to 
visually picture which color is gonna be more prominent. Yeah. Or like stick up. But maybe yeah. that's yeah. I just because I haven't done brioche by myself yet, so that's why. Well, it looks really nice. Thanks. I'm looking forward to maybe getting more practice in. Yeah. And figuring that out. Yeah. Because now I don't, I, like I said, I'm still intimidated by it, but at least I'm not, like, super scared of it, which is what I was before the class. So, okay. yay. That's good. Awesome. Um, I think we're done with the knitting or crafting section, yay. right? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Um, do you have anything? Well, we're not going to do this one either. Uh, I mean, we're not going to do this one every episode either, but, like, last episode, we had some... Uh, I would say, I don't know what to say, but I, I good feedback um, regarding some podcasts we talked about. Oh, yeah, let's so, talk about that. Yeah, so, I mean, I have a podcast to talk about today. Okay. Do you? Sure. We don't have to do it every episode because yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah, sure. constantly listening to new podcasts. Right, but, let's go. Um, yeah, so, okay, let's do that. What are you listening to? I finished Death and Ice Valley, which was recommended to me by someone on the Yes. Board. Uh, yes, someone, we were talking about sort of some true crimey type podcast yeah. um in the thread on our Ravelry group for the last episode, and one of our listeners suggested Death and Ice Valley. I haven't started it yet. Oh my gosh. So, I mean, give so us a good. brief rundown about, like, what it's about. The very brief rundown is that yeah. it's a cold case from, um, 1970, uh, that there was a woman, unidentified woman, that was found in, um, Ice Valley, which Where's is, Ice Valley? I want to say it's Norway. Okay. It was somewhere in Scandinavia, yeah. not like out there. And it's just absolutely, it's very creepy. Um, it's a BBC host and um, a native. Um, oh, from the, from the Ice Valley? From, yeah, from that area. I think she's a journalist. Okay. And they, it, it was like a very big, big story at the time. Mm-hmm. And I feel like even, it was international. Like it was okay. an international story and it's very strange. I mean, that's like, she morbid, but how did she die? Oh, well, see, they don't know. Oh, they don't so know. So they... They just find a body. They found a like, body, okay. and she was... I don't want to give too much away. Okay, you They found a body, and she was... There was multiple ways that she could have died. Okay. And she had, like, injuries or something. She had obvious injuries, okay. including, like, the front of her was burned. Oh, interesting. Yeah, but there was no flammable fluid around. Okay. And um, she had two... She had packed two suitcases, which were later retrieved, that were, like, in a um, holding area. Like, okay. you know, you could... You yeah, you could yeah. them, like, at a train station. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the suitcases held very interesting items. Okay. okay. They don't know if she was a spy. They don't know if she went under very... A lot of pseudonyms. There oh, was, like... It's super, super interesting. Okay. And they're, they're basically doing it because they're trying to get the public to, to help to with figuring be, out yeah, who it is. Yeah. Someone and, might know something somewhere. And there's a Facebook book group that's just crazy I'm like in so it's it. still it's really just, active it's still really active okay. there's 10 episodes they've stopped because I think they're trying to like do this you know series where they have a lot of um stuff that they can then you know research and then okay. they'll come back later hopefully. right right it's like ongoing it's ongoing so it's not like it's finished uh, but it was like it's just absolutely amazing so yeah I really like it okay and I the really way like it's it. told is good the way it's told is is interesting. Yeah. I think that there's that makes there's a like difference. In yeah, podcasts. I mean, there's definitely some like time. There's some episodes are better than others, mm-hmm. but um, I just the whole thing is just super, um, super crazy, um, addicting. Okay, addictive, right? Cause How long is each episode? Ish. They're not that long. Maybe they're half an hour. Okay. Maybe. Okay. Maybe forty minutes. I mean, I I got through it in like a week. Okay. You'll love it. It's, it's Dirty John. I listened to Dirty John in like two days because they're oh yeah. all pretty short and our my commute's so long. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm like done. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I listened to that and that okay. was great. And then, and then I was like, I really need to stop listening to so much true crime because I find it fascinating, but then I have like a lot of anxiety about it and I don't want to leave my house. So I feel okay. like... But I feel like you probably had that before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just kind of compounds it. Yeah, so. that's true. Yeah. I even take breaks sometimes. Yeah, so... You know, I'll listen to a bunch of stuff about that or read a bunch of stuff. And I'm like, okay, I'm not going to do it for, like, a little while. Well, I have to be honest with you. So I stopped that, and I was like, I'm not going to listen to true crime podcasts anymore. And then I started I'll Be Gone in the Dark. Oh, I'm gonna yeah. Back now. So I was just like, oh, well, this is, like, not different at all. But No, not at all. But, you know. Anyway, so that was my podcast. Okay, cool. Well, after our last podcast and conversation, I finally started S-Town. Yay! And oh, I listened to it pretty quickly, too. Um, and, yeah, it's so interesting. I mean, it's been out for a couple of years now, guys. Um, and we talk about it a little bit in our thread. I don't want to give too much away. Like, do yourself a favor and don't, like, Google too much on it. Like, yeah. you know, like, before you listen to it. 
Um, but, you know, I don't know if we talked about it in the last episode, but, but briefly, what state is it in? It's Alabama. Alabama. Okay. Um, it's produced by NPR, um, one of the guys who does This American Life, and if you listen to that podcast, it's actually, you know, it's a really well-produced podcast, yeah. too. And uh, someone named John emails him and says, you know, I think someone has been murdered in my town. He calls it S-Town. I mean, I call it S-Town because everyone I know says S-Town, but it's really, like, shit town. It's really shit town. I think they, like, censored it, but, um... But that's why when you said it the first time, I didn't know what it was because when I had, when it first came out, everyone was calling it as town. Yeah. So I was like, wait, what? And I was like, oh, it's the same thing. Anyway, yeah, and he's saying, I, I think it's been covered up because it's rich families, like, kid is involved, and, you know, I just want someone to look into it, and maybe you can. And, you know, I piqued his interest enough. Eventually, he didn't do it right away, but, you know, I think he started talking to this guy, um, and eventually he's like, okay, let me go, like, down there and let's talk to some people. And then it just ends up not being just about that but it just it's hard to explain but it ends up it's so interesting and it's just about like people I would say you yeah. know what I mean I think, like um, the human condition yeah it's so like did you did you photo did you google photos of the maze yeah oh yeah yeah it's amazing yeah amazing. it's just so fascinating and um you know those things where like you know you're like oh like it does seem very I don't know what the word is, like, like I don't even know, like, racist and ignorant in some places. Yeah. The, the people we talk to, but it's not like they're just that, you know what I mean? Yeah. They're also, like, really, some of them are really, like, smart and, like, compassionate, but even though, yeah, but you know what I mean? It's just, like, kind of where they're from and what they've known. It's not just that they're, like, they don't like other people. It's just because, yeah. like, it's just interesting. I don't know how to explain it, but... Yeah, it was so compelling. I was like, oh, man. Oh, yeah. It's it so emotional, too. It's parts really, of it. Yeah, yeah. And it's, like, sad, but also, like, funny. It's just interesting, like, how this story ends up, um, I guess, going where it goes. Because I don't think, you know, Brian Reed, the guy who um, produced it and, like, was in it, interviewed everyone. I don't think he anticipated it going the way it went no, either, it you like, know? Yeah, completely. Yeah, it's just, it's just so interesting. You guys, I mean, it's been out for a while. I feel like everyone's listened to it by now. But if yeah. you haven't, check it out. It's really good. It's well-produced, and I don't know. It just makes you think differently, I think. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Absolutely, yeah. So, yeah, that's what I've been listening to. I don't, I haven't, then I just listen to, like, you know, I have a bunch of regular stuff I'm listening to. Right. My normal stuff. That's one of the new things, um, and that was, like, a couple weeks ago I finished it. Um, but I might start... Death and I, Sally. You have to start it so we can talk about it. Yeah, because you really liked it. I really liked it. I was really sad that there was only ten episodes. And um, the music, like, they have, like, very ominous, like, it's just really great. Yeah. It's just, I'm just really blown away by it. So thank you for the recommendation. Yeah, thank you. That was cool. Okay. All right. um, So we're done with listening. Let's move on to, what do you want to move on to? Let's read. Okay, let's read. Let's read. What are you reading? Uh, what am I reading? I have a, oh, I have a lot. I'm gonna go through them fast. Well, okay. this is a while ago, but I finished Crazy Rich Asians. <gasps> yeah. yeah, by Kevin Kwan, which yeah. you finished too. Yeah. And, um, I, you know, I want to see the movie, and so I, I read the book. Um, I'd heard of the book, but I hadn't really been interested in reading it. Yeah. Um, but the trailer for the movie looks really fun, and so our book club picked it last month, and... I mean, it was interesting. I liked it, but I didn't love it. Yeah. Um, my problem is not just because the way it's written. The way it's written is fine. It's just mostly because it's, like, these uber, uber rich people. Like, crazy rich. Um, and a lot of them just aren't very good people. Yeah. They're just, all they care about is their money. You know what I mean? And, which you could, you know, probably imagine why. But uh, I felt like there's a little, too little depth to most of the characters. Right. I would have liked to have seen some variety. Um, but it was really interesting uh, to, to see uh, such a different type of lifestyle, and it's just set in a totally different country, which I didn't really know anything about, and just to see um, sort of all these different sides to these Asian people, because yeah. I'm Asian, but, like, you know, I think there's a lot about Asian culture, I don't know, you know, yeah. especially different Asian cultures, you yeah. know what I mean? And so it was just interesting, too, because he kind of, like, there's a lot of sort of that dynamic about how, like, certain people feel about other people from different regions of their country, you know? It's just kind of interesting. Um, I have no desire to read the the other two, though. Yeah. I did read the Wikipedia pages. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so did you. Just to see what happens. Um, But... And then you're good. Yeah. But it was really, yeah. We have friends who, like, love the series, too. 
and I definitely think that movie's gonna be fun. Yeah, the movie so I'm good. gonna go see that. Cool. Yeah. Um, I've read a book by Nalini Singh called Cherish Hard, which is one of her contemporaries, nice. and it was good. Um, it's about a guy who owns a landscaping service, uh, who runs with this girl that he hadn't seen in like seven years, and you know, sparks fly. Nice. And this is sort of a prequel to one of her previous books, a thing called Rock Hard. It just was confusing to me because she was, I was reading this one and she was describing the family, and I was like, wait, I, have I read this? I know this family. Right, right. And I had forgotten that this book, even though she released it a couple years after the other book, mm-hmm. it's actually set before. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. So it's about, in the first book she published called Rock Hard, um, it's like this guy, but he has a brother. So yeah. this book is about his brother, but by the time I read the first book, he's already like with his wife, you know what I mean? Yeah. So this is like their story. I just, in case you read this, you can read them out of order, but that just confused me. But it was fine. Um... Oh, I also read, you've read this too. I read A Case for Jamie, uh, oh. the Charlotte Holmes book number three nice. by Brittany Cavallaro. Yes. Um, we've talked about this before. The uh, the Charlotte Holmes series is a young adult series, um, you know, loosely based on Sherlock Holmes. It's like his descendants, Charlotte Holmes and Jamie Watson. And it's really, really good, this series. It's like a mystery, but there's all this like you know, obviously family drama. There's a lot of nice, vulnerable character development that yeah. goes into both They're of the not characters. your typical, I feel like, young adult characters. Well, and they're not your typical Holmes Watson. No, either, yeah. yeah. So it's really yeah. nice. It's refreshing. Mm hmm. It's kind of dark. It's kind of sad this sometimes. Dark, yeah, yeah, this one's pretty dark. Um, but it's a really excellent series. If you're into, you know, Sherlock and Holmes type stuff, yeah. I would highly recommend it. I thought this was going to be the last book. But it's not more. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like ongoing though. It's just the fourth is the last one. The fourth is the last one. Okay. For some reason I kept thinking this was going to be the last one and then I finished it and then I I found out that it wasn't. I was like, oh, my bad. Which is great. Um, But yeah, really good. And I listened to, or well, I read and then listened to two books in the same series. One's called Beautiful Lawman, which I don't love this title. The romances. And one's called Fury on Fire by Sophie Jordan. Have mm-hmm. you ever read anything by her? She's no, written a couple of young adult books, too. Right. But she also writes um, romances. And I picked up Beautiful Lawman at my local library. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to... It's so sad that most local libraries, romance is usually relegated to, like, these spinny racks. Yeah. And it's really hard to find books. Yeah. You know what I mean? And sometimes, a lot of times when you check them out, too, they don't even have names. It's just, like, yeah. mass market paperback. And it's just kind of sucks. I, I'm a proponent of romance books, so I just feel like they need a better section in the library. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, I just picked this one up. It looked pretty new. Sometimes they don't even get a lot of new stock, but this one looked... Um, like really new and I think it was just released maybe this year or last year and so I just picked it up I don't think I've ever read anything by Sophie Jordan before and I really liked it Um, it's about this girl named Piper who's from a family I guess that has a reputation for being like not great people like all of her family basically are like criminals like her parents um, are dead but they were criminals before and they died in a car crash and her brother's in jail but she's just like busting her butt uh, trying to raise her I think like 13 year old sister and she runs into the sheriff of the town the beautiful lawman of this this title and um, they have some like great chemistry but like you know she wants to stay away from him you know because you right. know she's like he this is not going to be good I mean even though she's not like a criminal she's just like I can't hang out like the law of the town, you know what right. I mean? But of course, like, you know, they can't stay away from each other. It's just, it's really cute. But it made me curious about the rest of the series, and when I went to the library website, the Overdrive website, which is an awesome app, if you happen to like audiobooks and other books, um, digitally, sorry, someone just crashed outside, um, to digitally uh, borrow books, um, I would highly recommend Overdrive. Um, but they had... Fury on Fire, which is... So Beautiful Moment, I think, is the fourth book in the series, and Fury on Fire is the third book. So I'm reading stuff out of order, which I don't normally do. That was the only one that was available. And I checked it out on audio, and I don't usually do romance on audio. Yeah. Because, I don't know, sometimes it, sometimes it can be cheesy, like, when you're, like, listening to it. I don't know. That's yeah. just me. Um, but I decided to give it a try, and the guy who reads it, his name is Christian Fox, and he's pretty good. Uh... His girl voice is a little annoying at times. It gets right. a little, like, 
sort of nasally, you know, but it's not bad. And I uh, really liked that story. It's about um, a guy named, what's his name? North Callahan. He was previously in prison um, for murder, but you'll have to read more to find out about that. And a woman named Faith who moves in next door and... You know, it's like that neighbors, they kind of hate each other, but then they end up, like, love liking each other. Yeah. yeah, it's like the love-hate type thing. They argue all the time, and, you know, that's my fave. Yeah. So that was really cute. Cool. Um, I really like, I'm going to read the rest of the series now, all out of order, whatever. Whichever's available, I'm just going to get it. Yeah, so. that sounds good. Yeah. But I would highly recommend Sophie Jordan. You should try her out. I like her. Yeah. So those are, yeah, those are the things I read, which is a lot. Sorry, I talked a lot. Go ahead. Um, I read two things. One of them, I'm sorry, I'm reading... One thing. So um, I finished "Listen to Your Heart" by Casey West, which is a, which is a YA contemporary. Oh yeah. Um, it's super cute. I picked it up because one, I do like Casey West, um, mm-hmm. and I wanted something really easy and fun because sometimes I read stuff and then it's like, yeah, it's like those epic fantasies where you like them, but it's like intense. It's intense. Yeah. So um, this one's really cute. It's about um, really briefly. I picked it up because it's about two girls who sign up for a podcast oh, yeah, class in high me school. This. Yes, yes. And so it reminded me of me and Tweet. Yeah, yeah. Not in high school, obviously. And, um, we could, we probably would have no, in high school. Yeah, we, we might have been. And, um, basically, like, it's an advice column line, so people okay. call in for advice. Like, so other high live podcasts? No, they do... Or do they just collect the questions beforehand? They do both. Okay. And then, um, and then it posts, like, two days later. So it is okay. really, really cute. Of course, there's, like, a guy, and He's calling in about a girl he likes. Who is it? You know. Is it one of them? Could be one of them. Okay. Could be, you know, like, mistaken identity. Like, some miscommunication. Okay, anyway, okay. It's super cute. I really liked it. Um, and it was an easy read, which is kind of what I wanted. Yeah, I've never read any of her books, but I hear they're, they're cute. Yeah. They're cute. And then the one that I'm reading um, right now, which I'm going to sadly blank on the author's name. Oh, no. Um, but I really love it. I'm, like, super in love right now. Okay. Is An Enchantment of Ravens. Oh, I see Marjorie yeah. something something. Yeah. Um, I'll look it up. Marjorie or Margaret? I think I'm it's so Margaret. Sorry. I'm so sorry. I um, can see the cover in my head. It's that sort of illustration with the blonde. Line. Yeah, the blonde girl and all these ravens. Yeah. Um, it's really, I, really yeah. fun. I don't know if it's YA. I'll be honest with you. I think I it's... I think it's kind of categorized as YA or maybe just fantasy. I think it cool. should be categorized as fantasy. The protagonist is 17, but that's the only kind of thing I can think of that's YA-ish. It's, mm-hmm. like, really... Um, not like this isn't YA-ish, but um, it's very good world-building. It's really fun. It's about a woman, a girl who's 17. She, her name's Isabel, and she mm-hmm. has the craft, which is um, painting. Yeah, and fairies, um, you know, the fae, come from far and wide to experience her craft. They sit for portraits. She's a portrait artist. Oh, And okay. one day she paints the prince of the autumn court, and she puts a very human expression on him. And this this jolts his, is it, it endangers his throne. Why? And so he comes okay, and... I'm not going to ask why. Yeah, don't ask why. And so he <laughs> comes and whisks her away because he wants her to stand trial for this this gesture. Um, and, and they get to the autumn court and things are not... Things are why not did she paint him? Good. Just because... Uh, he's like a patron, yeah. Like she has okay. to paint him. Okay. Um, like you don't. I think. Well, so he, he wants her to paint him, and then he doesn't like it. Well, it's more complicated. Okay. Than that. okay. So um, the writing is really, really gorgeous. The world building is really, really strong. The characters are really flawed and vulnerable, and I just like really love it. Um, it's her first book. It's a debut. She has another I mean, one it's a coming series, out. Obviously, right? I don't think it is. Really? I don't think it's. Oh. At least it's not. It's not listed in Goodreads as a series. Oh, okay. So, um, but it's just really, really wonderful. I'm like reading it as any moment I get. Um, and so actually when Blueberry goes to sleep, I'll probably try to take a nap, but I'll probably end up reading this. It's not very long. It's under 300 pages Okay. or it's just at 300 pages. And it's just really, I just, I've definitely seen it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so happy that I'm reading this because, um, I've been reading like a couple of good books, but you know, there's, there's, hasn't been like a really wonderful book that's like really drawn me in and captured me right, for a while right. and so this one's one of them so I'm oh, really awesome. I keep happy. I see seeing it and it looks really the, the cover is really nice the cover is really nice and it just everything inside it is just perfect so okay I'm having a good time with that good I should be done by tonight maybe do you did you borrow it no I bought it 
Kimberly. I bought it last year. I bought it when it came out. It's at least a year old. Is it that old? Yeah. Yeah, it's 2017. Oh. I'm, like, so curious. Let me see if I can find it. Oh, Margaret's. Yeah, that's it. Oh, Rogerson. That's it. Yeah, see, I've definitely seen this cover. Um, yeah, okay. That's it for me. I'm going to write this name down so I can put it in the show notes for you guys. Um, okay, what are you watching? Um, I'm actually in the middle of, this is the one thing I'm going to talk about, is I'm in the middle of The Snowman with Michael Fassbender. Oh, yeah. Is that on something? I've got it from the library. Oh, okay. Because I've heard very mixed things, so I didn't want to, you know. I almost went to a screening of that when it came out, but um, I, we didn't, didn't end up going. Yeah, I actually didn't. I, I think it's one of the few screenings I didn't get into. I think I tried to get into it, and mm. they were full. But um, maybe it was that one. Anyway, I, I really, uh, how do I say this? I think the story <laughs> is probably really good. I don't know how you say it. I think that the, the book is apparently very, very good. Um, the yeah, setting, it's like Joe Nesbo book, right? Yeah, yeah. The setting's beautiful. And I obviously, I like Michael Fassbender. There's I mean, nothing wrong doesn't. with Michael Fassbender. But the movie's really just... Where's it set? Bland. Oslo. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, the movie's just really bland. It, there's not, like, really clear direction. I just don't really feel like it's... Um, you don't love it? No, and I have, like, a half an the hour. The trailer was so scary. Yeah, I have, like, a half an hour left, and I'm still kind of, like... Uh, oh, okay. So, anyway, we'll see how that works out, but I'm not really impressed. Is Iron Muffin watching everything? No, it's just me. Okay. Yeah. Just you. Just me. Okay. How about you? Um, I have a lot of stuff, because it's been a while, but I'm going to try to breeze through them. Uh, I saw Solo, a Star Wars story, mm-hmm. and I liked it. Yeah. I, I liked it more than I like it. thought it was... I, I liked it more than I thought it was going to, because mm-hmm. um, originally I wasn't really too sure about it, mm-hmm. um, but I like that. Um, I watched Book Club, which oh, yeah, is, right. yeah, like, who is it again? It's... Candace Bergen is Yeah, Candace Bergen, um... Diane Keaton. Diane Keaton, Mary Steenburgen, and Jane Fonda. Yeah. They're, like, you know, these older women who've been in a book club for, you know, like, 30 or 40 years together. They're, like, best friends. And one of them decides that they should read Fifty Shades of Grey. Mm-hmm. And... Um, this is, like, unlike anything they've ever read before, and it, like, you know, just brings up all these, like, not issues, but, like, these, I don't even know. It makes them all sort of just, like, rethink what they're doing in their lives, and they kind of, like, some of them have relationships, some of them don't, like, you know, one of them, like, never has a relationship, and one of them just, her husband just died, you know what I mean? One's been married for, like, 30 years. Um, I thought it was really cute. Good. I don't think a lot of people want to see it. But I thought it was really sweet, and, you know, because I have friends and, you know, we read a lot, I was just like, well, what am I in this book club when I'm, like, you know, 65 or whatever yeah. it is, you know, to have, like, good friends like that. Um, and uh, also, Andy Garcia is really cute. Yeah, he is really He's cute. He's in it, and he plays, like, I the like love Andy interest Garcia. of Diane Keaton. And I never really thought he was, like, I mean, I didn't think he was bad-looking, but I never really thought much about him. Oh, I love Andy But Garcia. he's, like, super charming in this. Yeah. Um, he has facial hair, and I don't even care, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. That's and, how cute he is. I mean, yeah, and he's, like, a, like, oh, he's, like, really cute. If you, it, I mean, I would just see it, just sort of see him and, like, Diane Keaton. They're super cute together. Um, so anyway, yeah, book club. Um, I also watched Sicario for the first time. Oh, yeah. Which is a movie with Emily Blunt and Benicio Del Toro, which came out a few years ago. Um, they're coming out with a second, uh, movie. Yeah. And it made me curious, because I never saw the first one, and it's about, basically, drug cartels and, you know, the police. Yeah. And, you know, Josh Brolin is in it, too. He's trying to bring down a cartel, and it's just really intense. Uh, it's really good, though. Have you seen it? No. I'm not watching it. What? Um, oh. It looks too violent for me. Uh, it's kind of violent. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's good. It's good. If you guys haven't seen it, I would recommend it. The sequel, um, not to give anything away, but doesn't star Emily Blunt. Uh, the story, I mean, it makes sense if you watch the first one because just story-wise, it wouldn't make sense for her to be in it. Yeah. So, um, But it looks good, too, so I might go see that. I also watched Ali Wong, Hard Knock Wife. Oh, yeah. I watched that, I watched that one, too. Yeah. yeah. And it was good. Good. I liked it. Um, she's pregnant again. I think she was pregnant in the first one that she did for Netflix a couple of years ago. And, yeah, it's really funny. I mean, definitely focuses a lot on motherhood and stuff. But I could still relate to, like, a lot of the things she was saying. And she talked about some other stuff, too. Uh, yeah, that was good. 
I saw Ocean's 8. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Okay. Yeah. I liked cute. it. Did you like it? Yeah, it was cute. I didn't think it was as good as the first one. No. Um, but that's not, I don't think, because of who's in it. I think it's just the heist isn't as clever. Yeah. You know, there's not as many, like, surprising reveals, you know what I mean? And yeah. I felt that way about, like, Ocean's 12 and 13, too. Yeah. The first one was just, I feel like, just the best written one. Yeah. Um, and I think heist movies are hard. It's, it's hard to make them sort of surprising, yeah, you know, and make them still actually make sense. Um, but I really like seeing Sandra Bullock again. I haven't seen her in so long. And Kate Blanchett's really funny. I love Kate Blanchett. Yeah, I love her. And who else did I really like? I mean, I liked all of them, to yeah. tell you the truth. I hope they make another one. I hope it did well enough to make, you know, another one. I think it did, actually. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, good. Uh, I also saw Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, which I know you saw too. Yeah. Which we have differing opinions on. Yeah. I liked it. Um, you know, it's a Jurassic Park movie. Nothing will ever be as good as the first one. Mm-hmm. That's all I have to say. But, I mean, it was fun. Yeah. And it's so funny to me about how, like, how far we've come, how the raptors are now sort of, not the heroes, but, like, you know, people are rooting for the raptors, whereas in the first one, they're the bad guy, for sure. Mm-hmm. And my friend's kid has just... Uh, she loves dinosaurs, and they finally let her watch Jurassic Park because they weren't sure if she was, you know, too violent for her. Yeah. Um, but she loves it because she's rooting for the dinosaurs to eat everyone. Yeah. That's she's like, don't hurt the dinosaur. Like, just eat everyone. She's like, normally she's very sensitive, but uh, because she loves dinosaurs, she just wants to make sure nothing happens to them. That's awesome. Yeah, which is great. And I also watched the second season of Queer Eye. Oh, yeah, I'm not done with it yet. Oh, you're not? Yeah. Okay, I kind of binge watched it. It's good. Yeah, it looks, I mean... How many have you watched? Just the one. Oh, you just watched the one? Yeah, and then I cried a lot. Yeah. Yeah, that's what happens. Yeah, they're very emotional, um, but... The new Why queer- am I always crying? Yeah, the new queer is really good. If you guys haven't checked out the first season, definitely check it out. It, I can't remember the original very much, but... No, it's not the original. Oh, really? Mm. I've seen some of it, but I just don't remember it. I mean, I think there's definitely a sort of a different tone to these ones mm-hmm. um they're really trying to help people and they, they they're smart these producers are smart they choose these really sort of like, like emotional stories and all that stuff and I find the guys really likable yeah you know yeah. I like them um yeah I've watched all those things I think how you watched well you watched a couple things I watched you just didn't talk about them yeah and that's it yay that's it I can't hear the blueberry she's probably she might be going down for a nap oh already okay yeah well, thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. And uh, we'll talk to you guys in a few weeks. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. Bye. Bye. You can find all the show notes at twistedstitchespodcast.blogspot.com. You can find me, Twee, on Ravelry and Instagram as fishgoal182 and Kimberly on Ravelry as Kimberly Buggy. You can also find our Ravelry group as Twisted Stitches.